Voice that could make a Wolverine purr. Hot is sitting on a firecracker. And suits so fine, they made Sinatra look like a hobo. It's a fantastic day for the United States of America. It's the Bill King Show. Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Red 7. I don't know what Red 7 means. Brought to you by... Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown. Hot Rock! That's what we call a sack lunch! I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. Now 15 minutes, J.C. Sherman, the Vicksburg.com, and also Carolina Rise. L Dog down in Peachtree City says, Bill, regarding Herbie, he said, if the face of college football and major college football as an influencer is recruiting against Georgia, that is unethical. Losing one player is not a big deal to Georgia, but to have an influencer like Herbie working against you is unethical. I I get it. I mean, it, it's not a good look. But again, so Herbie has an opinion on where some kid ought to go. I, I just, uh, again, I, I, I will readily admit I just don't feel the emotions that some of the Georgia fans do on this. I'm not I'm not trying to absolve him per se, but I just don't have the emotional investment in that item to go there, right? I just don't care. I understand it's a topic and we're talking about it. But personally, let me let me think. Have, let, let me let me think about this. Has anybody ever called me a parent or something that has a kid committed to one school but wants to know from me what they should do? Or have I ever called and said you need to flip? The second one, no. No, first of all, I I don't care enough about where some guy's going. I love the recruiting, you know, coverage, and I love where players are going. I love all that. But personally, okay, personally, the outcome, just from a, oh, my God, just, just I don't have that in me, okay? I love the topic, but the outcome as it affects one or the other is not a, a an item to me that, that causes me angst or something. It's just, it's just the way I'm wired. I've had parents, I mean, from 30-something years ago till, till now, contact me and ask my opinion. I know that's not the same thing as this Herbie story at all. It's not. I, I told you back in the day, I had a parent send me a uh, mail 
and I open it up, it's a $100 bill. <laughs> this is 30-something. This was a linebacker in Georgia. And it, Dad, I I could say the name. I'm not going to, though. That was a long time ago, early, early 90s. And it basically, I don't remember the exact letter, but it was, hey, Bill, um, appreciate uh, all the coverage on uh, football and recruiting and all that. And uh, here's a little something uh, for you. Keep in mind my uh, son, blank, blank, his name. Let me know if you need any more. Said something like that. And uh, I immediately put that back in the mail and sent it back. First of all, how what's what's 100 bucks going to get me? <laughs> you want to bribe me? You want to bribe me and and uh, have me talk about your kid just purposely because I've been bribed? Make it a hundred grand. I probably when I sell up, <laughs> I got seven kids. Well, back then I didn't have seven kids. I don't. I we didn't have any kids at that point. But no, I've had a million things. I've had um, parents call me about their kids and. Uh, want me to to play them up a little bit more than they're getting in the regular press. I've had that happen a bunch over the years. I've had uh I've had play you remember um Austin Kemp? And he's he lives around here he's in uh, banking finance. I as a matter of fact I had lunch with him about uh five, six years ago. Good dude. Austin Kemp moved up here from Fort Lauderdale. And his son actually played down there. And Fort Lauderdale and signed and played a couple of years at NC State and then gave up football. But his dad got transferred up here. And this is, heck, Austin would have been class of 97. So we're going back a little bit, right? 25, 26 years. And anyways, they came over to my house to talk about recruiting. And, and dad wanted him to go to Notre Dame. And Brantley is from Georgia. His dad Brantley's from Georgia, but he played at Tennessee in the late 60s, played uh, for uh, Doug Dickey. And so there was no in-state ties. I mean, other than dad went to Tennessee, but but they lived in Florida, and then he get his job, he got transferred up here. But they came by my uh, my farm. And I told them that was fine. I told them they could come by, and we sat there and talked. And uh, this was prior to the uh, February of 97-ish, I believe. And... Again, they they dad wanted him to go to Notre Dame. Uh wasn't Terry Bowden in Auburn? They were telling me how much they enjoyed Terry Bowden. And I think he was wanting to go to Tennessee because he'd been here a couple of years, played quarterback and linebacker at Brentwood Academy and was very accomplished. Again, he had Notre Dame, Tennessee had he had offers everywhere. But but his future was at linebacker. And we just sat and talked about it and and, uh, again, dad, dad clearly wanted him to go to Notre Dame and ended up picking Tennessee and got his back hurt his freshman year, really never played. Played a little bit his freshman year, and it got speared on a play by, remember Dion Grant? Fantastic safety out of Georgia, went to Tennessee. Had a friendly fire incident with him in a game and uh, hurt his back to the point where he had to give it up. But... Uh, so I've had stuff like that happen, but 
flipping somebody? I mean, <laughs> now I get it. I understand why Georgia fans are emotional about it. I just, I just, again, politely say I'm not sure I understand the depth of the angst here. Buckeye Brenda checking in from up in Ohio says, Bill, forget about Bucky's. Bass gas station food in the continuous 48 states is the breaded tenderloin, Sammy, at Crawfordsville, Indiana. The Crawfordsville, Indiana, Sunoco, where you can get the breaded tenderloin, Sammy. She said that beats anything at Bucky's. Or for the ultimate road trip, head to Kahana in Maui and grab some poke from the shell. Forget about Bucky's bill. Yeah, forget about it. I've got something uh, better for you than that. 614 Rob. Got to remember, Buckeyes don't like Herbie a lot. Herbie's ego bill, according to 614 Rob, on display again. He likes to stick his nose in a lot of places. He made it a point to repeatedly let everybody know where he stood on the trestle prior Tattoo issue, lots of Buckeyes have not forgotten. There's a myriad of issues where Buckeye fans do not like Herbie. So Buckeye fans, I believe, would be in unison with you Georgia fans. Lots of them out there. Yeah, I think you've got some some support. I think you've got some support. J.C. Sherbert's coming up here in just a moment from the big spur.com. Okay. I, I shows you how much I keep up. I, I was talking about Haslam. He is no longer the governor. It's Bill Lee. I, I wasn't thinking right. Yeah. Bill Lee is the governor here. Haslam was the governor and Kevin in Mealtown was telling me about this and he has a percentage ownership of the predators hockey team here, NHL team here. And then the other brother, is uh, the owner of the Browns, and he said also has a percentage of the Milwaukee Bucks. And then you have old man Jim, that's the head of uh, Pilot Flying J, and he has since sold all the percentage to Warren Buffett of that place. Jim and Jupiter, Florida State fans would also join with Georgia in this thing. Herbie has... Enormous power, Bill. And this is on the text line, the call text option line, 615-844-5600. Maybe more power than anybody in college football, which is crazy to say because he's just a broadcaster. But when he talks, he can sway things in a certain direction. Just ask FSU. The dude needs to stick to calling games and a stupid show and stop getting involved in the business of college football because it's unethical. Yeah, Florida State fans aren't going to come to the rescue of Herbie anytime soon. Jim and Jupiter. Bill, I'm going to take something from the Bill King verbiage. The quarterback going to Nebraska doesn't hurt Georgia one bit. The fact that Herbie is steering players to certain schools is unethical and messed up. He said both can be true. I buy that. Kevin in Mule Town. Bill, we all know you influenced the Wade Twins to go to Kentucky. Bill, sign Cosby Cattleman. <laughs> no, but I've got a son that probably could have had something to do. <laughs> well, they're out there with Dion now. That didn't even stick. You guys knew that. 
Yeah, the, the Wade twins are out in Boulder. Still don't know what the quarterback's going to do. He's not going to be the quarterback there. He could be an athlete there, but uh, he's not going to be a quarterback. The defensive player can play you wherever. That'd be uh, Keaton, Keaton Wade. Yeah, he's, he's good. He's a very good player. Yeah. I, w- I was around the Wade twins I don't know how many times. Thousands probably. And at no point did it ever come up where they're going to go to school. I remember asking Keaton. They were down in our weight room um, what he weighed one time. He, it was going into a senior year. He said about 230. He's, he's a every bit of 6'3". 230. They list him at 6'5 on the Kentucky uh, roster. He's not 6'5, but, but he is all a 6'3. And probably 250. Yeah, that guy can be an absolute beast. Absolute beast. All right. We'll take the break here. When we come back, J.C. Sherbert checking in. Looking forward to this. Omni Nashville Hotel. Good morning. There's still a couple of accidents in the clearing stages out here. It remains heavy on 40 West. Trying to get past Donaldson Pike. You still got a lot of traffic coming in behind it. They're in from Hermitage through Donaldson. 65 South. Still a little bit heavy down through Millersville. Same thing with that traffic volume. 24 Westbound up through the Hickory Hollow area. In from Murfreesboro, Rutherford County. Princess Hot Chicken. They've got you covered for the big game coming up Sunday. Uh, place your order today at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co-workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. A friend of mine just bought a new house for the first time. A new house. I mean, my wife and I loved to own a house, so I asked him how he did it. And he smiled, and he said he went to the knowledge tree. (laughs) He had this happy look on his face. So I told him to tell me more, and he said, John, the lack of knowledge will keep you poor. Then he handed me a brochure. It was from Knowledge Tree Mortgage. Now I understood. And after one phone call, I understood even more. Knowledge Tree Mortgage specializes in first-time homebuyers, folks like me who get the runaround from banks, and he got us pre-qualified. Knowledge Tree Mortgage got us our mortgage. And tomorrow, my wife and I are going to become first-time homebuyers. Here's the number, 859-9599. 859-9599. Money doesn't grow on trees. Knowledge does. Knowledge Tree Mortgage, 859-9599. 859-9599. 
buyandtow.com. Get cash for junk cars. Do you have a vehicle that's become a problem? You can get cash in your hand today and your vehicle hauled away. They'll buy your vehicle no matter the condition, in your driveway, at your mechanic shop, or even on the side of the road. You can call them at 615-480-6473 or visit buyandtow.com. Get cash in your hand today and your vehicle hauled away. 615-480-6473, buyandtow.com. That's buyandtow.com. The TSU men's basketball squad came through a challenging non-conference schedule with a winning record and now turned their attention to Ohio Valley Conference play. The Tigers kicked off a run of 18 league games over a nine-week period through February, leading the OVC Championship part 6th to the ninth at the Ford Center in Evansville. And part of that, nine league home games at the Gentry Center. Hello, this is Greg Polk inviting you to join longtime TSU broadcaster Albert Dawson and me on all the games this season right here on National Sports Radio. Get into the Bill King Show. Um, shit, man, I just lost my train of thought. All right, dude, here's a couple of phones in three, two, call 615-844-5600. J.C. Sherbert, TheBigSpur.com and also Carolina Rise. J.C., good morning to you, sir. How you doing? Good to be with you today. This story out of South Carolina about legislation that would permit the schools to pay the players. Your thoughts on that? Well, I I don't know if it's going to really be that. I I think what they're trying to do is is get a law in place similar to Missouri's. Um, Because I I think when you kind of look around the country, there's – Probably the most flexible that, that would that, that's not egregious. Um, what this does is it allows Clemson and South Carolina and Coastal and all the schools in the state to uh, sort of bring everything in house and have more communication. Uh, you know, they're able to solicit deals with different. Uh, uh, you know, of course, these universities have a rolodex of sponsors and business people, uh, so it's very valuable. Um, right now, as it stands, there's kind of a wall. Because uh, the first bill they passed was kind of in the early days, and, and it, was, it was sort of restrictive. And so the schools asked the state to kind of put put that bill on pause, and they did. Uh, and now coming back with this one, this is kind of kind of bringing the state in line with uh, some of the other states that have, you know, pretty much freedom uh, for their schools to go uh, do what they want NIL-wise. Explain to me. I still get confused about Title IX and how, if you're a collective, you can get around it. Is that because you're not funded by by tax money? Yes, definitely. Okay. There's, uh, Title IX applies to government agencies um, right. or government-funded agencies. And quite frankly, Bill – I think the people, you know, there's a lot of, there's a sea of attorneys out there that are just waiting to cash in on all this stuff, right? Right. The NIL is, I mean, I'm sorry, the Title IX is probably the most misguided uh, because everybody's defining it as it was meant to be defined, name, image, and likeness, right? Value. <laughs> and that's that's based on individual value. I mean, there's, you know, there's no way you can just, you know, male, female, whatever, there's going to be female athletes that make a lot more than male athletes. Uh, you know, the vast majority 
of the high-level TV ratings, though, are on the male end. So it's impossible to have uh, equality when it comes to NIL. Now, if these were player salaries, maybe it's a little different. Maybe that would play a factor. But because they're largely funded outside of the school um, through collectives, um, and it, it is technically based on, you know, it's like extra income, and that's based on your individual value, uh, I think uh, any court with a brain would uh, probably throw that out pretty quick as it stands today. Got a couple of questions about uh, members of the audience and their kids going to school in South Carolina that, J.C., they want your opinion on. Here is Tom in Myrtle Beach. Now, Tom's company is called Elvis Welding, highly successful company. Among other projects, he's done tons of that campus at Coastal Carolina as I think we talked to you about, J.C., in the past, and, and still oh, yeah. is working projects over there. He said, ask J.C., if my daughter went to South Carolina for cheerleading or golf and got a partial scholarship and the grants that did not cover all of her expenses, could my company, he said, Elvis Welding, cover the rest through NIL? He wants to know, how do you set up an NIL for an individual athlete would Elvis Welding pay her directly, or do I need to pay for her through a collective like Carolina Rise? I'm going to be covering the rest of her expenses anyway, but I'd like to be able to write them off. Yeah. Now, if, if I were him in that situation, I'd, I'd throw it through a collective because of the reason you just mentioned the tax write-off. If you're paying your granddaughter to be your spokesperson directly out of your company and trying to write it off, that may get tricky. Uh, and what the collective can do is facilitate those promotional opportunities. Uh, in some cases, our business members get a return. You know, <laughs> they're like, hey, well, this is good money. We made all our money back, you know. Um, and so I would, I would handle it that way. Uh, and then, of course, you know, as is what, what we do, uh, you know, if you earmark it for a sport or a player, obviously we're going to take care of that. I mean, that's not, uh, it's not against the rules or anything. So, um, you know, I, we're very flexible in terms of, you know, corporations and companies and individuals that have specific things they want to put their money towards. So, yeah, that would be uh, that'd be relatively easy, but I would recommend going through a collective just because of, on your end, your account, your paperwork and all that. Now, I don't know if you hear it every day, but is it somewhat common that a parent like Tom, who has the means to pay, Goes this route through a collective. Have you seen other examples of this prior to Tom's question? I, I'm not at South Carolina. Um, I am sure that uh, it happens. <laughs> right. Um, I, I, you know, a lot of times, you know, it just depends on if you're looking for the, the right off or not. You know, a lot of times it's like, well, you know, I'll spend the money. It doesn't really matter about the write-off. And, you know, just, you know, pay it directly. But, uh, you know, the, the write-off's the big key for that. And I don't think a lot of businesses know that uh, on a business end of things, uh, it's it's a lot easier to write things off NIL-wise than, than um, individuals these days because it's, uh, it's, uh, it, it, you're actually getting something in return uh, for it. So I have not seen that, but I'm sure it's going to happen. And I, I'll tell you this, it's, Olympic sports, um, partial scholarship sports, things like that. I think you'll see a lot of that in the future because that—that's a way uh, for to take care of those 
love the the level of sports there uh, in a massive way, and um, you know really help help the play student athletes financially and also help the programs. Topwater assassin over in South Carolina. He said, uh, "JC, my son goes to Coastal Carolina. Is his tuition going to go up to pay for the football team?" <laughs> <laughs> I doubt it. I don't know. Coastal's done a pretty good job of remaining because Coastal used to be a branch campus of the University of South Carolina. Like when my mom went there, it was called USC Coastal. Um, it's not anymore. It's its own school, and they've done a pretty good job financially now. As far as where all their football money comes from, uh, I think Joe Moglia has a lot to do with that. He's uh, a billionaire and still heavily involved with the program. So. As long as he's around, I don't think the tuition is going to go up to pay for the, the football team. Time in Myrtle Beach says, tell him that Coastal Carolina's tuition is going to go up to help pay me for all these buildings I'm working on. How about that? That works. <laughs> well, it's a, you know, Bill, that school is located uh, in between – I don't know if you've been to Myrtle Beach, but it's in between Conway and Myrtle Beach. and It's called the Carolina Forest area, I think. That is the fastest-growing area in the state of South Carolina right now. Wow. So I'm not surprised that Coastal is booming because the whole area is. And it's, I mean, just to kind of be, I don't know, there was an outlet mall and then trees <laughs> all the way back to you get to Conway, but now it's blown up. Uh, the high school there, Carolina Force, is not but 10, 15 years old. It's one of the largest schools in the state now. So that's a, that's a bit of a very, very popular place for the millions of people that are moving into South Carolina right now. All right, Top Water Assassin has a question about his child as well. Ask JC about Title IX for the new bill. I think you just talked about that. He says, my daughter is a decent athlete. Could she get paid to play D2 tennis or softball? It would depend on the school um, and, and, and what they kind of put into those sports uh, from an outside perspective. Uh, on the D2 level, there's some schools that have a nice little thing going. There's some that don't have anything. Uh, it'd be hard for me to dig in on that end, uh, given that that's kind of the landscape with the power schools, too. And the other thing about it is, is that, you know, some schools, like in the SEC, that had a great collective and NIL situation two years ago, now they're struggling. So, it, and then vice versa. So, uh, <laughs> it's kind of one of those things where you, you got to kind of, it's almost like a rodeo. You got to wait till the the, the the bull calms down a little bit before you, you know, and, and, and get up if you get thrown off and all that good stuff because it, it's kind of wild right now. Georgia fans this morning ticked off over the story written that Kirk Herbstreet contacted Dominic Riola when finding out that Dilla uh, Dylan was wavering before he did flip to Nebraska and suggested and endorsed the flip. Did you see the story, and are you outraged over it? I'm not outraged. Uh, I think these kind of conversations take place more than you think. Um, it's Kirk Herbstreet. You know, he's, he's kind of an icon. Uh, I think it's terrible advice given who the offensive coordinator is at Nebraska. Um, and I don't know if Kirk just saw the last two South Carolina games before he went out there and, and they gave him a pass for this year. That that guy, I wouldn't, I wouldn't send my dog to fetch newspapers for him uh, just because of the experience everybody went through when he was in Columbia. Uh, and so on that, so I disagree with him. I mean, you're talking about – 
And look, I know Mike Bobo too. You're talking Mike Bobo versus Marcus Satterfield. I mean, that, there's no comparison between those two. It's obvious. But uh, is it inappropriate? Yes. Do I think Kirk Herbstreit's probably a little embarrassed by it? Yes. Um, am I outraged? Given everything that's going on, Bill, uh, and uh, with of my with my I have immense respect for Kirk Herbstreit, like who he is, what he does for the game. Um, it's hard for me to be outraged. Now, now, now he he's in the wrong. Don't get me wrong. I, I would probably never. I, I've never had a conversation like that with anybody. And I have a team site, and a, and I'm clearly aligned with one team. You know, <laughs> I've never had a conversation like that in my life with a recruit. Um, and and actually, I haven't talked to a recruit since 2015. <laughs> so I'm I'm in the close. That's just something I would not. That's a line I just would not cross. But I understand, you know, it's, and it's not Ohio State, so it's not his school, per se. Uh, so maybe he's just doing a favor for Matt Rule or whatever, and maybe they're buddies. I, I don't know. It, it, it gets complicated. But uh, now, on the flip side, do I understand why Georgia fans are outraged? Yes, of course. <laughs> they should be. Uh, but uh, me personally, you know, it, it's inappropriate. I wish it wouldn't have happened. I feel bad for everybody involved. But uh, as far as that, I got a lot more to be outraged about than than, than Kirk having a conversation with uh, the quarterback. Daryl the Great in Macon, Georgia, is a big Gamecock fan. He says, Bill, actually I like Herbie as a football commentator and football in-game analyst. However, he sent his boys to play football for Dabo at Upstate Tech so he can kick rocks in this situation. (laughs) Upstate Tech? That's a new one. Maybe I'm not familiar with all these words here. Well, they used to call it, it's in Pickens County. I got it Pickens Tech for a while, but uh, <laughs> I think there is a. Uh, it's called Tri County Tech, the junior college up there. But uh, yeah, it's. Um, I, I understand that, and I don't think his kids are at Clemson anymore. I think one went to Ohio State, and one's done playing. Right, right. If I'm not mistaken, uh, but yeah, and that that didn't sit too well with Gamecock fans, and it's kind of funny. Uh, and, and the outrage died down, right? But 2019, Carolina opens with North Carolina and Charlotte. And Carolina's a favorite and all that good stuff. It's Matt Brown's first game back. And all the people picked South Carolina on game day except Herb Street. And that was right when his kids had first got in the club. <laughs> and so, of course, North Carolina won the game. <laughs> right. And so everybody kind of shut up. But that would have been a, a moment where I think Gamecock fans would have uh, of teed off on him, but yeah, that that's he hasn't made a lot of friends in Columbia, uh, you know, since his kids went to Clemson. And, uh, it just happened to be when they were winning national championships and all. So that was, uh, you know, I, I get it. I totally get it. So Buckeye fans don't like him when he lived up there, and he actually pretty much was forced to move out of there, move down here, and now they've got a house here in Cincinnati where his uh, other son's playing. Florida State fans can't stand him now because of his stance on the playoff teams that should or should not be in, and now Georgia's on him. So he's got a nice little list there he's building up. Well, I mean, you can't be Kirk Herbstreet and not tick somebody off. Michigan's not going to like him just by virtue of association, right? So Yeah, it's who he is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it would be like Trevor Lawrence being on game day. We can't talk to They're never going to embrace him, uh, you know. So uh, I get it. But um, what I found, Bill, when I was kind of doing the national thing is if 70% of the fan base is like you and then 10% maybe, maybe they don't like you but they respect you, 
Yeah. And then the twenty percent, you got the people that like Auburn was a fan base. I don't think I ever endeared myself to. Uh, that's okay. I mean, that means you're doing a good job. You're not universally beloved because you're out there blowing sunshine. You're being realistic. But at the same time, if you do your job correctly and you're fair, you're going to get that like and respect because because people audiences are are too, are smarter than I think a lot of the media thinks these days, right. and they can see through fakeness and agendas and things like that better than we give them credit for. So I, I think if you're eighty twenty seventy thirty, you're doing all right. JC, good stuff, my friend. We will see you again next Thursday. Thank you, Bill. Y'all have a good one, and I'll talk to you soon. There he is. J.C. Sherbert, TheBigSpur.com, and also Carolina Rise, his collective. He's good, man. That was – is that the most recent addition to the show? Well, Coach Pete, but Coach Pete – had been with us previously back in Seriously. So would JC. So I'd, I'd say newest, but but not totally new edition. Now if I can get you find me somebody like that, that's good in all facets like he is, then we'll think about it. But those dudes aren't common, as you probably know. Coming right back, Omni Nashville Hotel. Good morning, wrapping up an accident out in Bellevue. It's 40 eastbound near OHB. Still a little bit of rubbernecking going on out there as that traffic continues to build towards Charlotte Pike. It's still heavy in a couple of pockets out here, like 65 southbound there at Trinity Lane. It remains heavy, 40 uh, going westbound there at Spence Lane. All that traffic coming past the airport. Hey, Prince's Hot Chicken's got you covered for the big game coming up Sunday. Place your order right away at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. The package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's StarLeasing.com to learn more. Your brain is an amazing thing, but as you get older, it naturally begins to change, causing a lack of sharpness or even trouble with recall. Thankfully, the breakthrough in Prevagen helps your brain and actually improves memory. The secret is an ingredient originally discovered in jellyfish. Based on a clinical study of subgroups of individuals who are cognitively normal or mildly impaired, Prevagen has been shown to improve memory. A Pharmacy Times National Survey of Pharmacists rated Prevagen the number one pharmacist-recommended memory support brand for the fifth year in a row. You can find it in the vitamin aisle in stores everywhere without a prescription. Help your memory. Try Prevagen today. Prevagen. Healthier brain, better life. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. 
In a single moment, everything can change. When a player's sudden cardiac event brought a national football game to a halt, it shone a spotlight on the importance of CPR readiness. Now, with youth sports in full swing, the American Heart Association is rallying parents and coaches to be ready in an emergency. To be ready, learn hands-only CPR. It's a skill anyone can learn in minutes. Visit heart.org slash hands-only CPR and become a lifesaver today. Hey, it's John Burton from News Channel 5 and the Greg Bogan John Burton Show. And I'm former All-Pro linebacker for the Tennessee Titans, also known as Mr. Monday Night, Keith Bullock. And I'm Patton Cook. We're inviting you to join us every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 for What's Good with KB and JB, the podcast show. All live on Nashville Sports Radio and all streaming platforms. We talk Titans. We talk SEC football. We talk NBA. We talk everything. And we also get a little petty from time to time. Make sure you join us. Biscuits, kitchen notes at the Omni Nashville Hotel does, and Bill King loves them all. Tom in Myrtle Beach. Yeah, Tom, um, and he knows what's best for his situation, but he might ought to contact JC and see what's up there. Might be an avenue. I hadn't even thought about that as an advantage as far as a write-off. I have not even thought about that angle there at all. Says, dude has so much knowledge talking about JC, even outside of South Carolina. His segments are bleeping great, Bill. I would agree. I would agree. Johnny Vegas. Johnny Vegas has a list of games he's already looking at betting in college baseball. He threw me a list earlier. Now, there are no lines I know of. He said he checked and he didn't see any lines yet. He's got the Duke-Indiana game. Grand Canyon, that's there in uh, Phoenix. Again, a buddy of mine was the AD there. Grand Canyon versus Georgetown. Is he still the AD there? Mike Vaught? I don't think he is. Grand Canyon versus Georgetown. Ole Miss, Hawaii. Tennessee, Texas Tech. Flow Sports. I'm going to have to pay to get Flow Sports there on that one. Stanford, Cal State, Fullerton. Duke, Indiana, I already mentioned that one. UCSB, Campbell. Campbell's actually been a good baseball program. Stanford, Cal State, Fullerton, Wazoo, Utah Tech, etc. Yeah, but he says no lines up yet. I haven't even looked. Max in Atlanta, Sewanee, Georgia specifically. Atlanta area, Sewanee. Kind of like Peachtree City, Atlanta. Or uh, L-Dog down there. Bill, my wife and I were on vacation in the Amazon jungle in Bolivia. The helper on our long canoe was wearing a Bucky's baseball cap. 
He had no idea what Bucky's is. I asked him. So the guy that the tour guy on the canoe had a Bucky's cap and had no idea what that was, but it was a cool cap. That would be a pretty one. That'd be a good cap. Craig in North Augusta, eight days till opening, Bill. Tell Alan. <laughs> Alan ain't playing that crap. Yeah, Alan, Alan's not. I don't know that Alan's, Alan's counting down to Dublin, Ireland, is what he's counting. If he's counting down, that's Florida State and Georgia Tech college football August of this summer in Dublin, Ireland. I know that Alan's going. I know Jim is going. I know that TJ is also going. And Tom, actually, and Tom doesn't have a team in that game, was going and had to cancel. Tom had, uh, I believe he had his reservations and everything. And uh, he had to cancel. He will not be going. But that would be a cool trip. URC in Incline Village says, Bill, Johnny Vegas showed he's the man last year when it comes to college baseball, hammering his plays this year, Bill. He, he did. He had a fan. I think he had about, a, was it 80% or something, something wild. Now, just to remember, college baseball, maybe, maybe once you get to the World Series, but other than that, it's just money line betting. There, there's, it's not like Major League Baseball betting where you have run differentials, like minus one and a half, et cetera. At least to date, you don't. I think if I remember last year correctly, and you guys uh, do correct me, until we got to Omaha, maybe in the regionals, I could be wrong, it's only money line betting. I would say that's the case because the bookmaker or whoever, whichever site that is, Probably just not that sharp when it comes to college baseball. Now, once they get to the postseason with a uh, regular season full of data, they feel like they can be a lot more sharp, thus put out a number like minus one and a half, plus one and a half, whatever it might be. That's my guess on that situation. But, yes, it's 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 money line. Still hard. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not easy. But I would say this. If you're like Johnny Vegas and you keep up with college baseball, I'd say that's way more winnable than than something sharp like football. Way more winnable. What what would happen if you took and and again, it's not real liquid, so it's not like you can put down crazy money like the guy up in Cincinnati by virtue of the tip from the Alabama baseball coach at the time. But let's just say you put 100 bucks down every time Paul Skeens pitched last year on the money line. Now, again, the odds might not have been – the value might not have been that good. But other than – what's the one game he pitched that they did not win? That was the South Carolina game, right? You Gamecocks? That's a win every time. That is a win every freaking time you do that. Now, is there going to be another guy like Paul Skeens come around? Uh, no. Yeah, that that's 
Johnny Vegas says, Bill, regular season, just money line, and not every game is available. That's right. No, it's, 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 you can't just go get any game. I'll tell you this, though. I was, that last year is the first time I ever looked at college baseball lines. It's not, I don't think, a real old industry. And I was impressed at the volume, though, of games on some weekends that were available. Now we'll get one more break. Presented by a fantastic place, the Omni Nashville Hotel. Good morning, wrapping up an accident out in Bellevue. It's 40 eastbound near OHB. Still a little bit of rubbernecking going on out there as that traffic continues to build towards Charlotte Pike. It's still heavy in a couple of pockets out here, like 65 southbound there at Trinity Lane. It remains heavy, 40 uh, going westbound there at Spence Lane. All that traffic coming past the airport. Hey, Prince's Hot Chicken's got you covered for the big game coming up Sunday. Place your order right away at Prince'sHotChicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Looking for something to take your mind off this traffic? How about a true story of instant success? Did you hear about the two friends who went grocery shopping in Ashland City and picked up everything on their list plus $75,000? Or the one where a truck driver made a last-minute stop off Interstate 40 and drove off with a cool million? All their lives changed in an instant, and yours could too. So stop by your local retailer for your chance with instant games from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing, life-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Bar Lines at the Omni Nashville Hotel downtown is at the heart of Music City. Located within walking distance of the Country Music Hall of Fame, Bar Lines at the Omni is your downtown honky-tonk destination. Watch your team for many seat on their plentiful HD TVs and catch a live show on the Bar Lines stage featuring live music seven days a week. Bar Lines has the ultimate southern comfort food. Get started with classic fried green tomatoes or bourbon barbecue wings. Then it's on to the massive Smashville double stack or the world famous bar lines grinder oh you've never heard of the bar lines grinder two kinds of cheese lettuce dijon smoked turkey smoked bacon smoked ham now that's some smoke you want local brews and local spirits are on tap at bar lines take a seat on the patio outside and soak up the rhythm of music city bar lines at the omni nashville hotel fifth avenue downtown You enjoy the thrill of gambling, but what happens when it becomes a problem? Whether you want to cut back or quit gambling altogether, the Gambling Clinic has been helping people change their gambling for over two decades. We're here to help, not to judge. The Gambling Clinic is a Tennessee-based clinic offering in-person and telehealth support to help people win back their life. Visit us at thegamblingclinic.com. This project is funded by the Tennessee Department of Mental Health and Substance Abuse Services. 
This is the Greg Fogue and John Burton Show. To me, Lamar looked like he wanted to prove a point. And Instead of just playing the game. Exactly. I Did, agree with you 100%. Didn't want to use his legs as much. Wanted yep. to show that he could win this game passing. And like that tip pass that him. he caught three years ago, he would have housed that sucker. Yeah. You're right. I think he, he played to prove a point instead of playing to win the damn game. Greg Fogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. Caller text the best college football radio show in the history of humankind. 615 844 5600. The Bill King Show. Danny Vegas said skis went 11 and 1. South Carolina equals the 1. Louder. West Wake Force went 11 0. He said Sabacool 10 0. Johnny Vegas, I think, check me on this. Didn't he lose really early in the season, Sabacool, to Ole Miss? Ole Miss beat them. I know that. Maryland, right? Wasn't he the pitcher at Maryland? Maybe I got the team wrong. But I think Ole Miss beat, beat him. Check me, though. Yeah, check me on that. Check me on that. Jeff, too, said, Bill, you talked about Mike Vaught. At Grand Canyon. He resigned back in 19. I didn't remember that. He became founder and principal at a consulting firm called 86 Hope in San Antonio with emphasis on motorsports, college football, and basketball. Yeah, Mike was here and was the athletic director at Montgomery Bell Academy. Now, he's not from here. Then went to SMU to work as assistant AD out there, living in Dallas, and his wife was very high up in Advo care. And if you'll remember, when we were at uh, Sirius XM, AdvoCare was one of our sponsors, and that was our that was the connection there. That, that corporate entity was the connection. Then he left to actually worked at AdvoCare and then got the job at the uh, – Phoenix School, which is Grand Canyon, and was out there for a couple of years. Yeah, Mike Ball. Good guy, man. I've lost touch with him. and I, So he's living. He's back in Texas, but living in San Antonio, where Rob in the 210 lives. Right down there in lovely, lovely San Antonio. Johnny Vegas said in that Ole Miss game, it was a no decision for a Savicool. Okay. Yeah, I remember the only reason I remember that is because Ole Miss Evie was talking about that game that day, and she was talking about going against this Savakul kid who's a really good pitcher. That's why that that rang a bell. Ken in Middle Georgia. Now he's a Georgia fan. He goes, Bill, I like Herbie. And I don't for now believe the story he influenced Rayola. If it turns out to be true, I will not have a beef with him. He should be free to say in private to whoever what he wants when he is not on the job. A lot of dog fans are uh, pretty ticked off, though. And, and again, I'm not at all criticizing that. I, I understand fan emotion. I do. I just don't see the big deal. If that actually hurt Georgia, 
maybe I would understand it more. That didn't hurt Georgia at all. They're, they're, the best quarterback they need is, is coming back, driving a Lambo. that guy. That's the quarterback at Georgia. And again, they've got a long list of potential might be the Georgia quarterback someday guy, right? They, they got they got plenty of that, plenty of it. And whether it's Juju Lewis or Jared Curtis right here in the 615, and, and Curtis now since Lewis moved to the class of 25, Curtis is ranked the top player in the whole class of 26. Right here. Yeah, right here. I'm not worried about it. And uh, Stephen was talking about it down there in Athens, uh, sent me a message, said he's hearing that Ryan Puglisi has also looked pretty good right now with his work ethic and his arm talent. They've got they've got that that ain't a problem. Now as a fan, just just getting ticked off because he allegedly might have had some kind of influence, which again I'm not sure I believe, but had some kind of influence on Rayola's flip. I get how that could be personal. I mean, I get it. I don't feel those emotions, but I get it. I understand. Yeah, I do understand. Tomorrow, the angelic tones of Ole Miss Evie will be with us. This morning, we will tape Kevin at about 11, 11.15. If you have any questions, post them, and I'll pass them along to Kevin Hagan. Brad Powers in Hour 3 tomorrow. All the gambling. I'm sure a bunch of Super Bowl questions. And if you want to look ahead to all the college football, that is always a part and fair game on this show. It's always an item on this show. That's the direction you want to head. Not a problem at all. Remember last week we had some problems getting on air at the Omni, so we ended up at the radio station, which is only 10, 12 minutes away. Ended up at the radio station and then, uh, so we missed it. We were there. We just missed the broadcast. Coach, oh, I missed it. Coach Pete will be with us tomorrow morning. Coach Pete is in the Cayman Islands. I Should I text Coach Pete and just say, hey, remember now, you told me you were good, <laughs> you were good for uh, Friday morning from the Caymans. It was his idea, not mine. He said, hey, Bill, I'm going to the Caymans. It's a wedding anniversary. I'm good for the show. I'm good. Let, let's let's boogie. Let's go. I'm gonna I'm gonna text him today just in case he's having so much fun he has a change of heart. <laughs> Bill, man, the Caymans are so much fun. I think I'm gonna be up a little bit. Uh, let's let's pass on Friday. I would not blame him if he did that. But as of right now, he's on with us. Yeah, right now he is on with us. Let me check and see. All right, Nvidia is slightly up this morning. Go ahead and short it if you want to. Just don't come crying to me. Lashpop.